Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Hey, everybody. My name's Elizabeth Tobin, and this is the Gateway to Grace call. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am a certified resonance repatterning practitioner, and I've been doing resonance repatterning as my full-time career since 2001. And I work with people one-on-one over the phone, and I also work with groups of people through remote distance healing by proxy. And if you're new to my work, you can check out my website at liztobin.com. And I'm happy to introduce my husband, James Dempsey, who is a shaman, a Reiki master, a psychic medium. James has been channeling a group of Elohim called the Council, who have been watching over my work. And we thought it would be a nice public service to do these Gateway to Grace calls and have James channel a message from the Council. And I would do some resonance repatterning. And the Council most heartily agreed. Hello, James. Are you with us okay? I am. Excellent, excellent. So tonight we're going to be talking about problems into opportunities. And we'll be doing some resonance repatterning around this topic. There's actually a piece of the resonance repatterning process that's devoted specifically to problems. So we'll be spending some time on that a little later in the call. James is going to channel um, a message from the council who will give us their perspective on problems. They'll also give us an energy forecast, and then we'll do the repatterning. James, would you like to lead us in some kind of an opening and grounding, or would you like me to do that? Let's do, yes, I'd like to do that uh, this this month. So the the energy's been pretty crazy. I've been having a very difficult time personally uh, keeping myself grounded over the last week or so. So I would imagine that some of some of us are also having a, a similar issue. So the, the the cosmos is really in in the middle of this pretty cool, interesting roller coaster ride. It's not always fun though. So let's visualize that we are all holding hands with your neighbor. That's it. And anyone joining this call or listening to this recording can visualize that they're doing this as well. And we're standing around a small pond filled with red water. That's a good Now visualize that you have a platinum crown on your head, a pointy king's crown with many points. visualize that your toes and heels are the roots of a tree and like a special effect in a movie visualize that you're borrowing those toe and heel roots right in the ground good deeper that's a good a little bit now choose your bird of prey hawk eagle falcon owl 
a raven's asking to be included. I don't know. It's not a bird of prey, but uh, the raven, choose a raven if you wish. Grab the ground like that bird of prey with those toe and heel roots. Excellent. Get a good firm grip on it. Good. Now, start belly breathing in through your nose, out through your mouth. Big, long inhale. Big, long exhale. On the next in-breath, start pulling some of that red water up through your toe and heel roots. Pull that water up your legs and up your torso. Spray it out the top of your head like a fountain at a park. And on the out-breath, bring that red water, bring that red right back down. So you're making a connection in two directions. You're making a connection up from Mother Earth. And on the out-breath, you're making a connection from Father Sky back down to Mother Earth. So you're making that connection in two directions. Big in-breath. Big out-breath. One more time. Big in-breath. Big out-breath. Excellent. Now, as a group, visualize your, your heart center, your heart chakra. And visualize that you're lighting that heart chakra up and it's shining two beam, flashlight beams, one beam out the front and one beam out the back. Now, just by visualizing this, lighting this heart chakra up, you're saying, and I don't want to stick you with Barney, but I'm going to anyway. Uh, you're saying, I love you, you love me. And but, but you don't even have to think those things. All you have to do is think of turning that heart chakra on. And that's one of the things that I'd like you to come away from this call with is to practice that. Just Just have fun with it. Just walk around in, in the supermarket, turn that heart chakra on. Just to see what happens. And practice that because this is the, the energies of the n next few months are very much, they're, they're mixed. They're mixed between doing and uh, receiving information from the cosmos. So the, the heart chakra is in the middle of all of that. It's the fourth chakra. There's three above and three below. And so the, the, our work this year is, is very heart centered. So if you can keep that in mind, going about your business, especially when it's difficult, and these energies have been very, very difficult for a lot of people, myself included. So I've been trying to play with turning that heart chakra on when I think about it. And I've, I've been doing it a lot over the last week, and it's really been helping me uh, tremendously just to feel, <laughs> A, relevant, and B, uh, it, it, it's actually somewhat grounding to do. So, uh, thank you for joining in on that. Liz? Yes, thank you. Thank you. All right. So, we're going to be talking tonight about problems opportun into opportunities. And one of the things that I've noticed in my practice and sort of out in the world in general is that People who are doing their inner work, they're on a spiritual path, and yet they're still encountering problems, and some of these problems are actually pretty pretty big problems. 
And there's also this kind of romantic notion that somehow once you've done enough of the inner work, you're not going to have any more problems. Life is just going to get easier and everything's going to flow. So I thought that we would check in with the council and and find out their perspective on why do we have these problems and what can we do about it? And is this is it realistic to think that at some point we're going to raise our vibration high enough that we're not going to have any more problems? So let's tune in with the council. James, are you dropping down? Yes, this is a this this is a guide that if you've listened to been on any of our most recent calls, it's been showing up a lot. This guide showed up six or eight months ago in our time. Uh, joined the council and uh, has been uh, the host voice of the council on three or four of these calls in the past few months. So this guide is Amanas Dawa, and uh, we we channeled this guide yesterday and sort of set up this call. So the guide's standing by. Greetings and blessings. Ah, welcome. Who is this? Uh, thank you for coming. Thank you. So thank tonight you we're, we're talking about problems into opportunities. And the big question is, why do we have these problems? Even though we're doing our inner work, shouldn't it get easier? You'll notice that your problems become different the more work you do they the, the the issue with problems is that the problems you tend to face you're, you you find that the older types of problems that you've been having don't come up as much and when they do you have chances are that you've worked out some type of solution to them the the thing about why problems continue to arise is that the problems, those of you who have been doing the work, the problems you tend to have tend to be different, tend to be more intense, and here's the key. They tend to demand a higher vibration solution. So as your vibration rises, the problems you tend to attract will be perhaps even more difficult because you have you have overcome some of your lower problem type issues yet yeah? and and the the solutions to them are of the kind that you're going to be using many of the new tools that you have been downloading or having helped spiritual spiritually developed, yes? Okay, so <laughs> I got to tell you, it sounds kind of like a bummer to me. That you'll continue to have problems? <laughs> right. That they won't all go away? Well, that they might even get more intense, Yeah. Life is a journey, and 
at points along the way, you're given tests. And if you pass the test, you get to progress. And if you haven't passed the test, you'll get that test again. And your your work, your resonance patterning work, is well aware of this, these patterns. You tend to attract what you're attracting because of your resonance, yes? Yes. And you're attracting these same issues over and over and over again until you do something about it. And resonance repatterning is an excellent method to remove the particular resonance that you're attracting same problems over and over again with, yes? Yes, yes. So, can... And, and that's a good thing, and that should give everyone some solace that tonight some of the vibrations that the group is vibrating with are going to be removed. Right. Yes. So can you talk a little bit more about some of the opportunities that our problems offer us? You'd mentioned... There is an opportunity in every problem. Sometimes there's several opportunities in every problem, and most of them are opportunities for growth, mm. especially n- new problems. If, if you're if you're having a, a particular issue and it's a problem and you've noticed you've had it before and it keeps coming up, it keeps coming up. Well, it's coming up for a reason. It's coming up so that you can do something about it. And then you do some spiritual work or some energy work or some other types of healing work, and perhaps learn how to move beyond that particular problem, the chances are you'll you'll attract those types of problems less. Or if you do continue to attract those problems on occasion, you will have a ready solution to them because of the work that you've done. Can you talk a little bit more about, you mentioned, so a lot of people are downloading new programs and the problems, it sounds like what you're saying is that the problems are an opportunity to kind of like debug the programs and to see maybe where the gaps are or to to test out the new program or a new skill. Can you talk about that? You're downloading software, and and how does one test software? They they put it in an operation, yeah. They, yes. They start the program, and the a lot of this programming. Just think over the last several of, of your years, how often you have reacted to a situation with anger. And then after a day or so, when you could sort of stand outside it, you you turned around and said, I'm going to send love to these jerks. And then had that work. You can probably come up with a number of times that that has actually worked, where in in the old days, it would have pushed your buttons and... It, 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 it wouldn't have worked so well. It, you would have been reacting. You would have been 
reacting with anger towards whatever issue was coming your way, whereas if you could turn around and react with love and stability rather than chaos, you're, you're finding, and I would venture to guess that most of you on this call have done this once or twice in, in the past couple of your years, and, and we're actually surprised at the results. And I think that that's um, that's a an important point because when we think about problems in the resonance repatterning process, we define problems as it's either something that you are experiencing that you don't want to experience, or conversely, it's something that you are not experiencing that you do want to experience. So it's either the presence of something you don't want or the lack of something that you do want. Yes. And your response to the problem is it's an internal activity that can determine how you experience the situation. And so people tell me through the repatterning process that even if the situation hasn't changed, the outward situation hasn't changed, their inward stance towards it has changed. And so they feel less triggered. They feel more neutral. They feel like they have more choices. If there's especially around feelings of lack, one of the first things that most people get before they get checks to the bill, wads of cash, they will actually start to feel less anxiety about where they're at. So that the first gift of working out, for example, abundance issues is that the the person working on it will actually begin to feel a lot less anxiety about their abundance issues first before before the cornucopia, which is available to everyone, and it doesn't. And, and then that's not intrinsic either. The, the idea where many of many of you humans are raised with the idea of lack or, or, or you know, there's there's enough, but there's not plenty. And the, the fact is there is plenty, and access and plenty is, is a, often a difficult task for people. One of the things that you had mentioned which, which struck me as counterintuitive was this idea that sometimes positive thinking when you're faced with a problem can actually work against you. Can you talk more about that? One of the interesting things that that isn't intrinsic either, I mean, positive thinking is 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 excellent for most people and it's a good thing to have because most people don't, aren't very positive to begin with. The majority of humans are not what we would call positive thinkers. And so anyone doing positive thinking, abundance work, keep doing it. But there there are times when, when you're 
trying to bulldoze your way through with positive thinking that that you might be missing some important nuances to the current situation. So there are times when problems need a, a different type of solution than complete and utter positivity. And so that's where that's where stepping back what what when a problem when a problem presents itself to you, often you're, you're, you feel like you're inside an energy ball and it's all happening to you, and, and, and it is. And you try and, uh, you try and move forward with positive thinking, and, and oftentimes it works, but other times it doesn't. And one of the, one of the key things to be recognized is that there is an opportunity in most situations for one to sort of step back and look at the problem and your own place in it as if you're looking at it in the third person, as if you're watching a movie inside that energy ball, for example. Does, does this make sense? Yes, and that's that's why I wanted to do the repatterning tonight because what I find so valuable is the repatterning process helps you to to get to that place of neutrality so that you're not being triggered, you're not being emotionally embroiled in the problem, and you're able to step back. And from that place of neutrality, then you have a wider perspective. You, You have more choices from a neutral perspective than you do even from bulldozing forward with positivity. We're we're not we're not trying to knock positive thinking, but there's more to it than that. It's it's not it's not always. Sometimes it is that simple. And if you're going to reach for a tool in your tool bag, it's a good one to reach for first. But then pro- probably the next tool to look for. And and this this is a difficult thing to get into a habit of doing is is stepping back and looking trying to look at the problem as if you were a dispassionate observer. And there's where your neutral charges. So the whole the whole scenario is playing itself out in front of you instead of you being in the middle of it. That's yeah. a good perspective. And so from that place, then your your vision opens up and you might see solutions that you may not have um, been able to see if you were focused on just looking at the positive or if you were focused on just looking at the negative. When the, or yes, when, 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 when you're having the mess swirling all around you or having... it's as if you can look at it like you're a film critic and you can look at the whole thing as if if it's playing in front of you as opposed to where you're embroiled in it. And it's, and it's, it takes practice and it takes, this is where mindfulness comes in. The whole mindfulness that I'm embroiled in this thing that's driving me crazy the whole idea that you can step back and 
sort of look at it from the outside. How often do you get taught that? Yeah, not very often. So so it sounds like the takeaway is if you're doing the inner work and you're still experiencing problems, it's not that you're doing something wrong or that you haven't made any progress or that the the work that you're doing is not good enough. It's actually an opportunity to to use some new skills or to um, put into practice some new learning or some new um, new patterns or programs that you've been wanting to integrate. Uh, are your problems now more interesting and 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 demand better solutions than the ones you had two years ago that were boring and the same old ones that were over and over and over. Chances are, if you've been doing the spiritual work, that a lot of the problems you're facing are every time you come to a solution, you're definitely expanding your comfort zone. You're having to do things. You're having to use tools that you maybe you always had but are not comfortable using, for example. I was reading today about this idea of the ring pass knot where you're sort of in this sphere of of competence and awareness that other information can't get through. But then once you expand that sphere, then the new information comes in. And it sounds like that Problems help us to expand that sphere. Yes. For think of it being inside a baseball, then being inside a softball, then being inside a soccer ball, then being inside a basketball, then being inside a beach ball. The amount of awareness of that sphere that you're in, you know, once you're in the beach ball. You, you need a lot more. You're going to get a lot more information. Your world view is bigger, and other other issues are going to enter into. There's more room. There's more room for the good stuff, and there's also more room for the challenges. And every challenge is an opportunity to grow. And so it's a matter of perspective. It's definitely a matter of perspective. And when 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 you're getting bashed with problem after problem after problem, it's very difficult to stop, take a step back and say, Hey, this is this is really actually kinda cool because I'm having to do something that I've never been comfortable doing, you know, and I've been I've been working real hard to to be tougher in this area of my life and this problem is actually giving me an opportunity to 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 stretch to flex those muscles to use that to use my new programming and every one of you on this call is getting is getting new programming all the time and hopefully that the vessel hopefully your hard drive is expanding it's 
storage capability as you grow. So there's more room for more programs and there's more room for new and different experiences and not not necessarily all of them probably all of them good but but not all of them fun. Yes. <laughs> Well, that's what I say. Just because it's for your highest and best doesn't mean you're going to like it. Half of the stuff that's for your highest and best, you're not going to like it because it's outside of your comfort zone. It's not something you, you. It's something you may be very competent to deal with, but it's not something you necessarily like to do. Now, can you also give us? an energy forecast because we've been talking more about sort of the personal aspect of, of problems and our how our own approach to problems, our own perspective and our own energy state can impact the problems. But what about what about the the energy that we are um, surrounded by, the cosmic energy, the prevailing energies, how do those play in? We're in the middle of a, of a pretty good roller coaster on your planet, cosmically, right now. Uh, it, and it's probably, for many of you, uh, been this way nearly from the start of of your calendar year of 2015, the first first 10 or 15 days of the year might have been uh, might have been smooth sailing, so to speak. But starting around the middle of your month of January and continuing all the way till now and beyond, been a pretty wild ride for many let alone the let alone the weather so one of the things 2012 2013 were about releasing baggage before you start to move early 2014 as well was still baggage release and and towards towards the Towards the early middle of 2014, many of you were beginning to find traction working on your big project. And hopefully those of you who did that are, are, are continuing to do that. And your big project may have changed because you may have, you may have done or launched your big project and moving on to the next one. This year's energy is about heart-centered stuff because there's last year's energy was very much a lower chakra things doing things feeling and 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 feeling lighter doing things to make yourself feel lighter and actually doing things to 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 work on your big project doing uh second third chakra type stuff uh, this year, there's going to be a lot more. You're going to be getting, if you haven't already, you're going to be getting a lot more downloaded stuff. You're going to be downloading a lot more programming that will allow you to continue to do, 
but it, it's going to feel very chaotic, and that's why you centering on 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 your heart, centering on doing all these things with love and and loving yourself and others while it may be uncomfortable to do so. Does this make sense? Yes, yes. So many, of, many of you may be finding it hard to love yourself right now because it's so chaotic. The energy is so... It, 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 it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good for a lot of, a lot of you. And if, you, and if you're on this call and you're listening to this program and, and, and that's not you, great. But those of you who are feeling the chaos, one of the most important things you can do is is feel that feel that heart chakra and feel that green beam that well, James walked you through earlier. You should be very you should be turning that thing on multiple times daily just to make sure that it's still working. And make sure that you're still keeping that at, at the center of, of, of everything you do. Certainly help make difficult, when you're dealing with a difficult problem, it certainly help make it a little bit lighter to deal with when you're having to do chores. You're having to do difficult tasks. You're having to call up resources that are uncomfortable to you. Doing it with love in your heart for yourself and for others that make makes makes it easier. Now do you see that this this chaotic roller coaster ride is going to last for a few months or is it a few weeks when when do you think we can expect things to smooth out some, or can we? We can, and they will, but they're respite. It's going to be a it's going to be a very interesting year, and there's going to be smooth spots. But the the, the over the next several of your months, the smooth spots are going to be like three-week respites. And then back into the back into the swirling miasma. So this is one of the things for... And, and the, the, the thing about the energies is that each of you is going to feel it somewhat differently. So when you feel that you've you've sort of landed or, or that you're you're in a hiatus from the chaos it's a really great time to 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 do all the building you can until it starts getting crazy again so if you're working on your big project for most of you as we speak at this moment it's it's a good time to be planning and and, and trying to Make sure that all the work that you've done to this point is is you're checking your work and 
several weeks from now, you're going to have a a couple of week hiatus where the chaos is going to slow down for a bit. That's the great time to actually just get on your work and, and try to get as much done as you can before before the uh, roller coaster starts up again. Does this make sense? Yes. Yes. Thank you. And and so and if you can keep heart centered, the 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 progress you make during the hiatuses is, are going to you're going to be able to come out of the chaos stronger than you would if you were just getting bounced around. Mm. Excellent. For, for these energies, uh, for many, uh, it's a real hard time to love yourself. This winter's been very long for those of you in the Northern Hemisphere. It's been crazy. There have been a lot of problems. And many of you have had opportunities to deal with that that don't sound like fun. Like you've had to go out and shovel every other day. It's uh, wrecked cars, wrecked, wrecked, uh, wrecked systems in your home. So these are all maintenance issues, really, that, that pop up and pop up and pop up and make you deal with them. And one of the things that most of us don't do, but most of you as humans don't do, is when you deal with that issue, you breathe a sigh of relief and you say, thank God that's over. But you don't give yourself credit that, wow, I, I actually, boy, that that really sucked. And, and I handled that well. That That statement is very, very important for you to pat yourself on the back for those things. Instead of cursing the problem, you should be, if if you handle it, then you should be patting yourself on the back for, for those things. Giving yourself credit that, boy, those three days weren't, weren't much fun at all. But I threw one in a reserves that I didn't know I had, and, and I, that I, with, and, I, and I made it through to the other side. And, you know, I, I may have suffered a little for it, but I actually showed a lot of strength. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. That's a great reminder. And And I know that if you're having a hard time loving yourself, <laughs> you're probably having a hard time loving other people as well. It's what's that saying? Um, people who are acting unlovable—that's the time when they need the most love. And that's the interesting thing about turning that flashlight beam on: is that you don't have to think about anything else. You don't have to think about why. You don't have to think about how lousy you've been feeling. All you have to do is turn on a light and visualize that light for 30 seconds or a minute or so. And and if you haven't tried this, try it. You'll After that minute, you'll feel better. Mm. James is intending to do a 
a webinar this year around specifically that green beam and how powerful it is and how many different ways that it is useful in terms of pain relief, in terms of getting things done with disagreeable people, et cetera, et cetera. There's, there's are stopping arguments in their tracks. All of these things, that, that, that heart chocolate can do all of these things, and it's physics, and it's as simple as turning the light on. The key is knowing when to do it. Mm. Situationally, knowing when. This is a tool I have. This is a tool I can use, and I need to pick up this tool right now, and if I do, the situation I'm in will change. And there's there's hundreds of them. And the idea that just turning this green light on is going to is going to affect hundreds of different situations. Sounds crazy, doesn't it? <laughs> Well, thank you. So speaking of tools, we're going to do some repatterning now. Um, if there's anything that you want to leave us with? Practice your practice turning your green light on front and back. Big green, Kelly green, emerald green light from your heart chakra. Practice that again. Feel, feel the love in this group. Excellent. I feel the love that uh, that flows throughout the universe. You're, you're connecting to the universe with that. You're connecting to the to the power of the universe more with a, that green beam than than with any other chakra, because it's the most powerful transmitter and receiver of all of, of, of that you have. Your heart, your heart has a much higher electrical charge than your brain. Most folks think that their brain rules them and 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 that their heart fails them a lot. And their heart sends them in the wrong direction, but the, the, the heart is a much, much more powerful transmitter and receiver than the brain is. Thank you. Blessings. Thank you. But we look we look forward to seeing what comes up in the session. Yes, me too. Thank you. So we'll just take a little moment and let James come back to the forefront here. Here I am. All right. Thank you, James. That was a little longer than we thought, huh? <laughs> yes. That's okay. That's all right. Okay. So let's move into the repatterning now. And I heard from a number of people who could not be on the call tonight and wanted to be proxied in. So I am setting the intention to include them in this repatterning as well. If you're listening to the recording, you can set your intention to take part in the repatterning right now. And of course, if you are on the call right now, I'm going to ask your permission to include you. So may I include you in this repatterning and muscle check your system as part of the group energy field? And you can say yes. yes. If you say it out loud, that's uh, that'll really 
give a strong message that you're ready. You're ready to shift. Okay, so I'm going to be using kinesiology or muscle checking to tap into the group energy field to see what we need to do here with this problems into opportunities. So my intention was to do a repatterning that will help us to feel more calm, more neutral, more confident as we face life's problems rather than feeling defeated or getting beaten down by them. So that's the overall intention here. So there are a number of ways that we can approach this. And I'm going to use the muscle checking to tap into the group energy and ask the group energy, the wisdom of the group, what the best way is to proceed. So at this time, it would be best if I opened up the lines and people could give me information about a problem that they would like to address in this repatterning. Yes, okay. So if you have a problem that you would like to get a higher perspective on that you feel like is pushing your buttons and you would like to get into um, a state of neutrality around it so that you can open your awareness and uh, feel more energized and confident in dealing with it, you can type it into the chat room what the problem is if you're in the chat room. If you're on the phone, you can press star 8 and that will raise your hand and that will indicate to me that you've got something to put into the mix here. So, I don't know. It looks like nobody has any problems. All right. That's pretty cool. Anybody want to add anything here into the repatterning around a problem? What problem are you facing that you would like some help on? Okay. So we've got um, Yvonne in the chat room. She's got... Um, family members having a negative view of her. So we'll put that in the mix. Okay. And we've got somebody else on the line here. Okay. And I'm going to muscle check here. I need at this time to... Muscle check who would be best. No, I'm just going to go number one here. We've got somebody from Massachusetts. Hello? Hello, who's this? Hi, Liz, it's Lori. Oh, hey, Lori, how are you? Well, I'm enjoying the call. I I, I banged my front of my car yesterday, and um, this quite a bit of damage and so I'm trying to decide whether to and it was I, I didn't go into any other car so I'm trying to figure out as on a practical level but it's triggering me a lot whether to get rid of the car or try to get it fixed because it's an old car anyway like freeing myself up of you know the responsibility you know like this winter was so hard and 
having the faith that I can get along without it and the upset and the self-blame. So that's, you know, mm-hmm. does that make any sense? Yes, it does. Okay, I'm going to be late. <laughs> My car got smashed, too. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Well, thank you for that. So I'm going to put you back on mute. Yep. Excellent. Okay, we've got um, Eagle Driver. Yes, hello. Oh, hi. Yeah. I want to ask about fear. Yes. What's What's the problem around fear for you? Um... Fear of the unknown. Okay. And is there anything specific that you're facing that's that's bringing this up now? Um, a lot of success, I guess. What's that? Success. Success. Mm-hmm. So fear of success. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Okay. All righty. Thank you for that. Okay. So, um, Johnny can't get the call to work. Oh, sorry about that. Um, Yvonne has been, um, the snow's been making her sick with cold, so she has not been feeling well. So we'll put that into the mix as well. So let's see here. Um, At this time, we need to find a common thread here. Yes, okay. So let's take a little pause here. And so... The great thing about working with a group is that when we work in a group, people come to the group who have similar patterns. Even though the patterns might be outwardly manifesting in their own unique way for each person, underlying the outward manifestation of the problem, there is an energy pattern that is, that is similar that the people in the group share. So this is what we're going to do now. We're going to see if we can identify, so what is the underlying energy pattern that all of these issues have in common? So I'm just going to take a little pause, and I'm just going to ask you to Ask your mind to go into neutral. Drop down into your heart. And we'll ask our hearts, what is the underlying pattern that we need to address in this problems into opportunities, repatterning? So what came up is um, 
I don't feel good enough. I'm not worthy. So that's what we need to identify here, yes. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. Okay. So that's the problem. So let us check that. So repeat after me. Say, I'm not good enough. I'm not, I'm not, good. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. Yes. And we're resonating with that. So that's on. And so if you say that out loud, then you, you'll get a sense of what that actually feels like in your body, what that resonance, having that pattern, that energy in your field, what that feels like in your body. Okay? So now... We need to go through the problems into opportunities, yes. So this part of the repatterning process, as I was talking to the guide and I mentioned, this this part of the resonance repatterning process helps us to deconstruct a problem and break it down into its component patterns. Because oftentimes we have a problem and then there are other factors that come into play. And so this section that we're going to work with here is about identifying, well, what's impacting this? What's holding this pattern in place? And what's needed to shift it? And once we shift our resonance with the problem, then we notice we feel more relaxed, we feel more confident, the problem doesn't push our buttons. We feel that it's something that we can manage. We get clarity on what the solution is. So let's see. So we need to check here with, so there's a negative feeling. Okay, so there's a negative feeling that is also the negative feeling that we need to identify that's also impacting this. So the feeling is um, inadequate, yes. So let's check that. So repeat after me. Say, I feel inadequate. I feel inadequate. Yeah, and that's resonating. So that's on. And again, notice what that feels like in your body as you say that. Okay, so now we need to check this question here. So the next question is, why do you feel you have this problem? So again, we'll take a little pause and we'll ask the group field to filter this up into our awareness. Why do we have this problem? So, and what's coming up is I am unlovable. So that's what we need to check. What's that? Interesting. <laughs> yes. So let's check that. Say, I am unlovable. I am unlovable. Yeah, and that is on. Okay. 
So now we need to know the flaw or weakness. So oftentimes there's a flaw or weakness. So when you take personal responsibility for the relationship between your attitude and your problem, then you no longer project or blame something or someone for your difficulties. And that something or someone could even be yourself. And so all your problems are a part of your own internal reality, manifesting as the external difficulty or pain that you're facing. And once you identify the weakness or the flaw that you resonate with that's causing you to project or to blame, then the problem often becomes insignificant or even may cease to exist. So let's check here. So what is the flaw or weakness that we need to identify here? So you can think about what is the flaw or weakness? And again, when we're working with a group, we're looking at what is it that's common to everybody in the group? Okay, and what came up is I do not trust. And so where am I getting this information? So basically what I'm doing is I'm just I'm just opening up my field, my intuition, my heart and my mind to receive the information from the group field. And then I'm using the muscle checking to verify whether that's what we need to look at. Okay. So the flaw or weakness is I do not trust. And there's something more that we need here. Yes. So this is, so I do not trust what? I do not trust myself. Yeah. That's what we need to check here. So that's it. So repeat after me. Say, I do not trust myself. I do not trust myself. And that is on. And there's something more about that. So also what's coming up is I do not trust others to do the right thing. So I don't trust others to be in integrity. So let's check that. Say I do not trust others to do the right thing and act with integrity. I do not trust others to do the right thing and act with integrity. Yeah, and that is resonating. So that is on. Okay. 
So now there's an area of stress that we need to identify. And so even when a problem has been identified, there may be another area of stress that we haven't considered. And this stress factor is associated with the problem in some way, and the connection between the two needs to be acknowledged. So let's see what the area of stress is. So there's a list here. So I'm going to go down the list and use the muscle checking to see what we need to identify here. So it's something from 1 through 10, 11 through 20, 11 through 15. It's number 16, 17, number 18, number 19, number 20. Ah, decision-making issues. And this goes right to what Laurie was saying, right? She wasn't sure what's the right decision. So decision-making issues. So what's the what's the stress around that? So what's coming up is I'm afraid I will make the wrong decision. There's something more that we need to add to that. No. So let's check that. Say, I'm afraid I will make the wrong decision. I'm afraid I will make the wrong decision. Yeah, and that is resonating. And so you can see how this plays into these these problems that people have identified. So for Yvonne, the family has a negative view of me. If I make the wrong decision, they're going to look at me, look upon me as a failure, or they're going to criticize me. Certainly, Laurie trying to decide whether to fix the car or get rid of the car. A fear of the unknown with Eagle Driver, fear of success. Moving into the unknown, a lot of decisions need to be made, and what if I make the wrong one? So that'll be good to switch that one off. All right. So let's see. There's something more that we need to look at here, something from EF. Okay. So there's also a brain area that we need to identify here. So the brain area that we need to work with is one through five, number one, number two. So this is in the basal ganglia. And the basal ganglia issues manifest as anxiety, overwhelm, panic, and pessimism. And so certainly anxiety, overwhelm, panic, and pessimism gets in the way of our neutrality and being able to approach our problems with confidence and, and clarity. So the non-coherence that we need to identify around the basal ganglia is something here from one through five. Yes. It's number one, number two. And say, I am easily overwhelmed in stressful situations. I am easily overwhelmed in stressful situations. Yes, and that is resonating. Yes. 
So there's also a brain wave that we need to identify, yes. So there's a brain wave that's needed in a specific brain area. So let's see what we need here in terms of the brain wave. So the brain wave that we need is in the beta range. It is in the alpha range, yes. So alpha range is uh, daydreaming, floating between sleep and waking, healing states, and creativity. So we're going to switch on this alpha brain wave, and that's going to help us to... Um, to get in touch with our creativity and use that creativity to face and solve our problems. So the exact brainwave that we need is 8 cycles per second, 9 cycles per second. The decimal is needed. The first digit is 0 through 5, 6, 7. The next digit is 0 through 5. It's 0, 1, 2. And the brain area that needs this alpha brain wave is number one, number two. So it's somewhere in the limbic system. Limbic system deals with emotions. And it's something here from number one, number two, number three, the hypothalamus. So the hypothalamus controls bodily urges and appetites. It acts like a bridge between the body and the brain. And it's closely associated with the pituitary gland. It's a major control center for maintaining homeostasis and regulating endocrine function. So we're going to check this alpha brain wave. Say 9.72 cycles per second. Nine. Seven two cycles per second. In my hypothalamus. In my hypothalamus. Yeah, and that is off. Okay. So we're going over time here. So we're going to go to modalities now. So we've um haven't done all of this section, but I think that we've done enough here. I'm just gonna check the group energy. There's anything else that we need to identify from problems into opportunities before we go to the modalities. No, so it's beneficial to do the modality now. Yes. Okay. So this is where we make an input of energy into the group field that's going to shift these patterns for us. So I have a number of different options here. The resonance repatterning process is a synthesis of lots of different healing systems. And so there are all different ways that we can shift our patterns. We might use color, light, sound. We could use a breathing pattern. We might use an energetic contact, maybe working with an acupuncture point or working with a working with a chakra or a cranial contact. We could use fragrance or a vision modality. There's all these different options built into the process and the best way to find out what the best modality is for us, the most effective way to shift these patterns is to just ask the group energy, use the muscle checking. 
So the best modality for us at this time is from this index. It's something from A, something from B. So there's some sound that we need. And it's something here from 1 through 10, 1 through 5, number 1, number 2, number 3. We're going to do some toning. So sound is a very powerful way to shift patterns and to break up stagnant energy and to bring in coherence into our field. Sound vibrates through the body. There's been some very interesting research done with sound healing. It's been known to to break up um, cancer cells. You can there's um, Fabian Maman has done a lot of um, research with sound healing and uh, the field of cymatics. So the the note that we need, we're going to do some toning. We're going to tone a note. And the note, let's see what we need here. It's between A through E. It's between D through G, D, C. Note of C. Note of C relates to the root chakra. And so you can see that I am unlovable. I feel inadequate. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. Those are all like lower chakra issues, root chakra stuff. So note of C. And we need to do a specific vowel sound. We don't. We need anything else with this, any color, light, movement. No, just need to tone the note of C. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I have a pitch pipe here going to give you the note. You can tone it. If you are in a place where you're listening to the recording or you're on the call and you, it's not appropriate for you to do this toning, that's okay. You don't have to do it. You can let the group energy support you and we can do it for you. We can proxy for you. So, are you ready, James? I am. Right. Here we go. Note of C. <laughs> toxins that might get released in the process. All right, we need another modality at this time. We do not. 
Okay, so we're going to go back now and check the statements. Yes. All right. Are you ready? Sorry. Okay, so this is where we go back and confirm what has shifted. And so notice as we go through these statements now what they feel like as you say them. Notice what it feels like in your body. Notice whether there's an emotional charge still attached. Okay, so say, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. That is off. So how did that feel? Much more neutral for me. Good, good. Like it didn't feel bad. Yeah, right. It didn't have like that punch in the gut. (laughs) Right, right, right. Exactly. (laughs) That's how you can tell it shifted. Okay. Say, I feel inadequate. Feel inadequate. That is off. Yeah. And some people say, um, they tell me, well, it. I said it, but it doesn't feel true anymore. And that's another way you can tell that it's shifted. Say, I am unlovable. I am unlovable. Good. That is off. Nice. And this was the flaw or weakness that we had to address. Say, I do not trust myself. I do not trust myself. Yeah, that is off. Nice. That has shifted. Say, I do not trust others to do the right thing and act with integrity. Do not trust others to do the right thing and act with integrity. Good. That is off. Nice. Nice. It's amazing how many of these statements are just what the guide said, you know. Right. Like, in terms of what people are feeling like right now, it's so dead on, these these statements. And this is the decision-making issue. Say, I'm afraid I will make the wrong decision. I'm afraid I will make the wrong decision. Good. That is off. Nice. Not resonating with that anymore. And this was the the brain area, the basal ganglia. Say, I'm easily overwhelmed in stressful situations. I'm easily overwhelmed in stressful situations. Good, that is off. Not resonating with that. Yay. <sighs> and some people notice in their body that it feels more relaxed. Like maybe their breathing just got a little bit more um, easy or they notice tension leaving their body. And this was the alpha brain wave. Say 9.72 cycles per second. 9.72 cycles per second. In my hypothalamus. My hypothalamus. Good, that's on. Excellent. All right. Good. So there's anything more that's needed from this session? No, the session's complete. So everything has shifted. And so the positive action that you can do is to play with that uh, green beam shining it through your heart chakra. 
So thank you, everybody. Thank you for joining us on the Gateway to Grace call. We do these calls uh, first Monday of every month. We'll be back next month. It'll be April already, and that's going to be on April 6th. So I just want to thank you, James. Uh, James does shamanic energy healing and channeling, and if you would like to do a private session with him, you can contact him at jamestheshaman.com. And what's your email address, James? jamestheshaman at yahoo.com. Great. Excellent. And if you'd like to schedule a private resonance repatterning session with me, you can contact me at et at liztobin.com. So et at liztobin.com. So thank you, everybody. And I'm going to open up the lines if anybody has any questions or if there's anything that you'd like to share. Um, We'd love to hear your experience. Uh, Happy to stay on the line for a little bit. Hey, thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Liz. Thank you. You're welcome. That was so perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. And. I know that we will all make the right decision. (laughs) Okay, love you. Love you too, Laurie. Thank you, thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good night, everybody. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.